0: Welcome everybody to the Chilliwack Alliance Church Podcast. My name is Joe and I'm your host today. And today we have a guest who's been around for quite some time. So I assume if you're listening and you're part of our church, you will know her. She's wore many hats. Can you guess who it is? Teresa Sterling. (laughs) Now she is uh, quite nervous about this. Um, So go easy on her. And she's also excited. She might giggle. She might cry. We might go through the the range of emotions, the whole gambit. But I'm really excited to hear her story, and I hope you are too. Teresa, welcome.
1: Thank you. It's, <laughs> it's fun to be here. It's just I never expected it, so it'll be kind of fun.
0: And we're just we're just gonna have a conversation, talk about your life. I mean, you just got back from the lake because yes. you love mm-hmm. you love being by the water. You love kayaking, but you were just, you were on a walk. Uh,
1: I was on a walk with a friend.
0: But usually you like to get the kayaks out.
1: Oh, definitely. When I was looking at that water, I just wanted to be out there on my kayak so bad.
0: Have you got them out yet this season? No, but Rob's been at
1: work on all this beautiful weather. He's been out at sea on the tugs. So he gets home on uh, Sunday or Monday. So hopefully the weather will be nice.
0: And you can't, you can't get them on the truck well, I guess he's got the truck. So, yeah. have you ever put them on top of the the Lancer?
1: We have had them on the Multi before or the uh, Lancer, but uh, when he got the new truck, I didn't want them on my car because yeah. I like to have open the sunroof, and when the sunroof <laughs> is, when you've got the bars on there, it, yeah, it makes a lot of noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Teresa, is that? Let's go back. Let's learn about just everything. Let's go back to the okay. beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where were you born?
1: In Calgary, at the Calgary General Hospital. Really? Which is no longer there. <laughs> it's been uh, torn down.
0: It's been replaced, right? They have a...
1: I think they have a new one yeah. in place of it, yeah.
0: And your parents gave you the name Teresa?
1: It was a vote on the floor, <laughs> on the on the maternity ward. Really? Um, three names. Uh, I was... Uh, like I'm the middle middle child of five girls. Wow! So when I was born, so they, you're number number three. Th- three, okay. So when I was born, they they had a little vote on the floor, and Teresa was the one that they uh, chose.
0: That's that's mm-hmm. pretty fun.
1: Yeah, and my second name is named after my dad's biological sister,
0: which mm-hmm. is you don't want to say
1: <laughs> I own. It's a really old one. I own. Yeah, I O N. The-
0: E. That's nice, mm-hmm. but you don't. You it's typically. It's a very old name. I like that, mm-hmm. Teresa Ione. Mm-hmm. And then, is there a third name? No. What What was your What was the last mm-hmm. name, Teresa Ione? The maiden name.
1: B i c k e l l.
0: Bickel. Mm-hmm. Teresa Ione Bickle
1: But when we came down to my youngest sister, Joy, <laughs> it was plain Joy. They didn't have a middle name for her. Or nothing.
0: <laughs> just Joy Bickle Because
1: she was just a bundle of joy. Not even Joyce. It was joy.
0: Just joy. <laughs> Did you have any nicknames growing up?
1: Yeah, Bix.
0: Bix. Bick. Because of Bickle. Mm-hmm. Did you have a? Do you have like nice memories of your childhood?
1: I was a very innocent little girl. Like yeah. I, I just loved uh, laying on the grass and watching the clouds. Like I was, you know, just one of those kind of kids that just loved life. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't.
0: Did you play outside a lot? Very innocent.
1: Oh, yeah. All the time? All those Did you grow up on a farm? No, in Calgary. Oh, like in in the city? Yeah, in a little wartime house with five girls in one bathroom. (laughs) My poor dad.
0: (laughs) Can we give a, like a date to the context here? Well, I was
1: born in 51. 51. Okay. So it was.
0: So throughout the 50s, you're mm -hmm. growing up in Calgary. Yep. And... And it was fairly nice memories.
1: It was. like Cold winter. I really have to tell you that. I, I don't think I have any bad memories. They, they were always, like even in junior high, we had this beautiful field that we would walk across to to uh, Colonel McLeod School. And the snow, like in the winter, you know how it gets really white and yeah, yeah. sparkly? Yeah. And you could hardly see because it was so bright. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I graduated in at Crescent Heights High School.
0: And did you have, a, a, like, a pretty solid group of friends? Close friends?
1: I had lots of friends, but okay. that's the kind of a personality I am. Like, we've had yeah. a 40-year 40 reu- 40 reunion for Crescent Heights that... Um,
0: Everyone knew you. Hey, yep. B- Hey, Bix. <laughs> How you doing, Bix? Well... But did you have a, like, did anyone really know you?
1: I just maybe had a couple of really close friends yeah. uh, that I've still kind of caught up with over the years, but yeah. um, you know, I just knew everybody. Like it was just that my personality, where I just know everybody.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And what were your parents like?
1: Okay, you got to remember, Dad's raising five girls. Okay. 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 So anytime you tried to date or anything, he you they would get.
0: Mom's the, not around. Yeah, oh no! Okay, so date if, like, if the girls if, were gonna date,
1: like five
0: girls. This is in the fifties, and the sixties. Oh yeah, Mr. Bickle, Yeah. Can I <laughs> can I take your daughter out?
1: And they couldn't no. have they couldn't have hair below the knee, like their ears. Oh, he was
0: very conservative. Oh,
1: very. But he mellowed over the years. Like by the time he got to like <laughs> Joy, the youngest, uh, <laughs> he was a little bit more mellow. But, but my poor oldest. oldest sister, like she got... What's her name? Gloria.
0: Gloria. Yeah.
1: yeah. Gloria, um, at 49, passed away of ovarian cancer. Wow. So it was very hard That's on her so family. Young.
0: Yeah. Uh, was your dad still alive? Yes. At that time? Is yeah, he still alive? No. Okay. Both
1: my mom and dad have passed away. Yeah. hmm
0: And what... But what... So th- what were they like?
1: Dad... Was such a gifted man on with his hands. Yeah, he built a boat. Wow. He built a like a trailer for us to go camping. No way. And he always like he worked really really hard like through. The, what through, did he do? Um, he had different careers, but the one I remember the most is he started Beltline Welding in Calgary. So he had a welding business, and he would make like cages for the. Police cars, like for the dogs, you know, like and all that, and Uh, dune buggies. He did the frames for dune buggies. Um, So he was very gifted in a lot of like stuff, hands on stuff. Yeah. And my mom was a homemaker. She always uh, looked after us. No way. But we did a lot of camping when I was a kid and traveled all across Canada, basically. Well, more to Michigan, but that's about as far as we got as Michigan and then down. She never
0: went to the. The whole East Coast. No,
1: no, not that I recall.
0: But you would mm. go stateside.
1: Yes, because Dad was adopted when he was. Um, no, I don't know. It's not really adopted. He he um, lost his his dad remarried after oh, okay. his mom passed away, like my grandmother, I yeah. guess. And so there's a whole nother section of family that was his.
0: But and was were like they a the step. Bickles or were they something no, else? The Stillers. The Stillers. Yeah. The yeah. Stillers lived in Michigan?
1: All over the states. All over the states. Yeah, so there was lots of times that we were visiting with them, and it was just so fun.
0: So would you take Highway 1 to, like, across Canada, and then go down to the states and come back? Both the, ways. The, we've the gone I-90. Down
1: to, we've gone down to Spokane and then across as well. Yeah. What's, lots what's of fun better. memories.
0: What's better? Like the I ninety or Highway one.
1: <laughs> I was too little, really. Yeah. Yeah. Did I those trips
0: feel long? Like, like oh
1: yeah, <laughs> you know you, it's one of those things where you say, "When well, are we ever gonna be there?" You know. Yeah. But our cousins were all around our same age, so we oh, just okay. had so much fun.
0: <laughs> How did you? What kind of vehicle did you have? How did you all fit?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, did. I remember a red and black one. Yeah, I think that Wayne has one very similar to it. That yellow one. And black car that he's got. Like the Meteor? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we had one of those. But and you it would was pull a little
0: trailer with the vehicle. Yeah. And, but it was a car that you are pulling the trailer with. It wasn't like a truck.
1: I don't remember ever having a truck. I think it was always cars. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just
0: big cars <laughs> that can hold seven of you. Were yeah. you in the seats that would look back, like, behind you? Some oh. of those had seats where you would, yeah. like...
1: No, I don't recall. <laughs> but I I've heard the story when I was 2 that I fell out of the the car like <laughs> when it when it was moving what yeah and you know at 2 years old you don't think that you'd ever re- remember anything like that but it's interesting I do remember tires like a tire really yeah cuz there's a car that stopped i guess just but now whether it's people have told me that or whether I really oh, remember yeah. it i don't know
0: Memories can be a, a strange that's, that's thing. that's another
1: reason why you want child locks now on your cars.
0: Because somehow the door came open.
1: I was playing with the door. Pew! Out it went. And, and me you too. had no seatbelts. And no seat belts. You know, you'd always.
0: See, there were, did not did anyone wear seatbelts? Not then. Wow. No. And you just, there goes there little bits There goes little <laughs> Bix. Just rolling. <laughs> but you were okay.
1: Yeah. I survived it. I didn't hurt. I didn't get hurt.
0: Wow. Is, mm-hmm. Would you say that's your earliest memory? Like, yeah. The sort of pseudo memory, yeah. if that is a memory? If, it,
1: if it's a memory, yeah.
0: Wow. I mean, that's that's still a pretty crazy story. Not everyone. Yes, it is. I'm yeah. sure it was pretty dramatic.
1: But I realize now that's why people have seatbelts <laughs> and that's why they have locks for child their locks. kids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: You okay. were the poster girl for child locks. That's I guess so. <laughs> that's pretty, I mean, I'm sure that story has been retold throughout the years.
1: I think that's why I know it, because yeah. it's been told a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you do you ever have family reunions with these cousins that you would visit all along the way? Do you still sort of?
1: The last reunion we had, um, Gloria... My eldest sister passed away in 95 mm-hmm. and our reunion was, I think in 93, like a couple of years before that. Wow. And that was all of our cousins, like everybody. Where was it? Um, south of Grand Forks in the States. Okay. But I don't know the name. Okay. I can't remember, but um, Patsy was about two. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was really, really fun.
0: And yeah. this was like a week long.
1: A weekend. It just, was a weekend. just a weekend. Yep.
0: Wow. And you mm-hmm. drove down, or we flew? drove.
1: Rob and I drove. yeah.
0: That's mm-hmm. pretty amazing.
1: It's not that far, really. Like, yeah. like just south of Grand Forks. So there's yeah, lots of people that came way farther, like yeah. right from the East Coast. So.
0: So you're in Calgary, mm-hmm. and you're going to school. You graduate high school, and you're bright-eyed, it's 1963, 69, 69 okay, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that makes sense, 20 mm-hmm. years, yeah. yeah, Um, and then you're just, what's next?
1: What do I do next? Yeah. I went into nurse's aid training. Really? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't In until... In Calgary? Yes, but it wasn't until the January, like, so I had...
0: Oh, yeah, you had oh, a... Oh,
1: just before that, like, just after I graduated, my dad decided he was going to go farming. Okay. So there's a little area called Bergen. Um, it's uh, by Sundry, Alberta, yeah. which is east of old, uh, West of Olds. Yeah. Okay. So it's a very really small farming community. Yeah. And there was a little lodge there called Pioneer Lodge, and um, because I I didn't go into training until January. There was four months there that I could... Because it was in the summer that we moved to the farm. Mm -hmm. And we lived in a little trailer until Dad built the garage. And then we lived in the garage. And then from the garage, you know, he built a house. So it was like pioneering, you know. Like, it was really kind of different, especially (laughs) coming from the city.
0: Was it exciting? Or not really? For Dad, it
1: was exciting. But think of me being a teenager and...
0: You kind of had some like frustration on your face when you said dad went into farming yeah
1: (laughs) and he'd go to he'd go in the pigs and then the pig market would go down they'd go into cattle and the cattle market would go down just
0: just frustrating
1: oh i just thought wow
0: so much strain and joy how old was because you're a little bit older so joy 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 and gail
1: like my two younger sisters yeah They had a much more appreciation for the farm than I ever did. Oh, yeah, because they got to experience a lot of farming. Yeah. In fact, my second, um, like Gail, my second youngest sister, she married a farmer. No way. Yeah. And then Joy, she lives in Red Deer now, so, you know, still. She probably said,
0: like, I grew up on a farm kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Pioneer Lodge, though, I was able to work at Pioneer Lodge before I went into training. Yeah. And so I got to experience horses and like a camp uh like it was a bible camp really yeah so it was it was kind of a cool experience even though i was only there for four months
0: okay well neat. your family has they they've faith is an important part of it even in when you're in calgary or not really
1: no like faith was there because when i was six years old i remember going to all saints anglican church cuz my mom was anglican okay and so they would send us off on sunday and gloria would be taking us all to church yeah. like so the five of us would walk to church but mom and dad would stay home what it's it was it's kind of weird. like the t- the times like it was more like Time kids, for mom and dad by themselves, basically.
0: But the kids go to church.
1: So the kids could go to church, get the Bible teaching and all, all that. So I got confirmed as well in, in the Anglican church. Yeah. and then my, As then you were
0: baptized as an infant and then confirmed not, later on? Not baptized as an infant. I was okay. six years old. Okay. Because
1: mom and dad got all of us baptized at the same time.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 But that's still <laughs> like the sprinkle. Yeah. Okay. So then... My second eldest sister got very involved with uh, the Baptist church, and then when I was about thirteen or fourteen, I thought this would be really cool. I want to go to Linda's church. Yeah, because Linda, um, she was probably sixteen, you know. And mom and dad, they never judged uh, when it came to church. Like if we want to go to a different church, go ahead. Yeah, you know that they were pretty open that way. So I went to the Baptist church with Linda for a while. And then I got baptized as a Baptist.
0: <laughs> and full immersion. Full immersion. No longer sprinkles.
1: But then life happens, and a lot of things happened over the years, like yeah. many, many years. Yeah. Um, I know you want to kind of keep it linear, but when it, we're talking about baptisms, when Rob and I were living in Aldergrove, yeah. now that's probably 30 years ago now, we were at the Aldergrove Alliance, and I just really felt like... Um, we were doing these exercises in the morning where um, you just ask God, whatever it is that you want us to do today, just, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe tell me. Yeah. And we go walking into the church, and the pastor puts his arm around Rob, and he puts his arm around me, and he goes, so when are you guys getting baptized? Hmm. And I struggled with it, because I thought, well, I was baptized in the Baptist church, you know? Yeah. So we went to the classes, figuring, and I asked him, I said, so... Is it okay? And and he wouldn't answer me. Like he just hmm. says, well, come to the classes and see what, you know, just come. Yeah, yeah. It was the best thing I ever did in my whole life.
0: How old were you? Well, when this happened?
1: both both of the car- girls were born then. So, yeah. um, and Patsy is going to be 30 this year. So it must have been maybe 20, 30 years ago. Like it was when we were at Aldergrove. Yeah. So, both Rob and I were baptized at the same time, no way, and I really, really believe that I felt like I had so many like challenges in like different things in in my adult life, like mm. it just felt like I left my whole life in You're, that water. You were born again, and I came up as a new person, wow, so even though it was a second time full immersion, yeah, I think that God wanted me to do that,
0: I think so, yeah. I don't think that's. Because I've
1: never, ever looked back since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Well, so, that's.
1: Sorry to go ahead on you there, but I. No,
0: that's really important. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're, we're just getting, starting to scratch the surface of the Teresa, if you guys really know her. Mm-hmm. She just has this consistent um, desire for deeper relationship with Christ. And that must have been just one of those yeah, pivotal that was a moments.
1: pivotal Yes, it was huh. definitely was.
0: That is very neat. Mm-hmm. So let let's go back a sec and sure you're you're sort of a young. Was there a youth group? <laughs> or not really.
1: Well, I was in nurses. Tra- I, we're back into nurses' aid training, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was dating a fellow that I ended up getting married to. Okay, okay? but he was a Roman Catholic.
0: Okay. So yeah.
1: in those days, you need to be a Roman Catholic. Like you can't be your own. Like it, once you get married into that. Yeah. So yes, I was married. I ended up getting married right after nurses training. Yeah. Well, no, a year after, cause uh, yeah, year after
0: in nurses training, you. What kind of nurse? It
1: was a nurses' eight. Okay. Okay, so that's only like a year's program. It's okay. not like four years, like yeah, a registered nurse. But then we moved to Ontario and I, I worked in Ontario for a long time. But you know, interesting, even though I had this faith as a young ch- girl, mm-hmm. and even though my first husband was a Roman Catholic, mm-hmm. I still went to a Roman Catholic Church hmm. in Ontario, yeah because I figured, well, God's got to be there too, yeah. you know. So I did. Like, I still went to, like, the masses that they had and everything.
0: And what's your takeaway? Is God there?
1: I think he's there. <laughs> okay. You know, but it's just different to what yeah. it is, what faith is like well, now.
0: Okay, you've gone Anglican, Baptist, now Roman Catholic. Yeah. And you're somewhat engaging in all these to a certain level.
1: No, after I got married, and it was a Roman Catholic, so that's where I stayed, yeah. it was Roman Catholic.
0: Yeah. I just mean, during those moments, you're not just, like, just going to church. You're, say, within, like, with the Roman Catholics, did you have a rosary? Or no. Like, okay.
1: No. And I really wasn't walking with Jesus, you like I go do to, Did
0: you go to confession? No. Just just no. Sunday, just services, essentially. Yeah, I tried
1: yeah. to go to the Mass. Yeah. Um. But when we when we split up, I might as well tell you that we did split up.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I actually was walking closer to with with Jesus then. Huh. Like I remember, we lived in Sarnia and going on like walking along the beach and just asking God, what what do you have for me now? Like what what because it was a bit of a surprise to me. Like yeah, I'm not going to go into the details, but it, oh, it was not good. Right. So like what what do you have for me now, God? You know, yeah. like. Even though I didn't I wasn't talking to him every day before right. it felt like he was drawing me close then
0: We were at that crisis moment
1: It was a crisis so yeah. you know you go to them when you're in a crisis
0: Well so and sometimes that's why we yeah, go through crisis Yeah
1: So I ended up staying in Ontario for another year because I wanted to Proof to my mom and dad that I could live on my own Mm. because I was only nineteen when I got married, eh? Mm -hmm. and and they all thought I was too young and Mm. and he was twenty seven years old, so it was quite a bit older. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Very smart man, but anyways, um, after about a year, I just I just woke up one morning and I thought, what am I doing here? Like, I was nursing, like I was uh, working in. Sarnia, Ontario, at at, uh, St. Joe's Hospital, and Hmm. and I mean, I had a good job. I had my own apartment, uh, so I was very well set up.
0: Were you renting or did you own it? Just renting. Okay,
1: yeah. So then I just woke up one morning and I thought, no, this isn't for me anymore. I need to get back to Calgary. Okay. And so my sister, my eldest sister, the one that passed away, said, "You can come and stay with me," Hmm. and my younger sister Joy was staying with Gloria as well. So How, the how old us, were
0: you at this time?
1: How old was I? About 24, 25. Okay. We were married for five and a half years, so, okay. you know, do the math. Yeah. But um, Joy, my youngest sister, flew out and drove back with me. Wow. And we had so much fun. Like, like just racing this, this yeah. other car. Like, I had a Firebird. <laughs> what? And, and um, this, there was a Camaro that mm-hmm. we were going through all of northern Ontario. So you get into these passing lanes, eh? Yeah. So they get past me, and then after next passing lane, then I'd pass him, and we just had so much fun. It was back and forth, back and forth. How long did forth.
0: this last?
1: Well, the whole day when we were driving through, really, and then when we got to, did you uh, ever
0: did you stop and say hi to this person? No,
1: no. It's but, so random. Um, there was one spot just as you go across to Manitoba. There was a little uh, truck stop, basically a little restaurant. Yeah. And we pulled in there, and there was police cars in the parking lot. <sighs> and we pulled in because we thought we'd better get a bite to eat. And that little Camaro came in, spun his tires, and left.
0: <laughs> ah, so he was having fun. Oh, yeah. it was. We were, he
1: kind of helped through that boring trip, you know. It was kind of fun. Isn't that
0: kind of weird when you go on road trips, how you end oh. up sort of finding um, partners in the ro- on the road?
1: Yeah, and, it, like, Joy and I, we just sang, and uh, at that time, the car wash, that, that song Car Wash, it at kept coming on, wash. and she would drum on the, like, in the passenger did you, did you thing.
0: Wow. It was a car
1: wash. It was kind of fun.
0: And you had a firebird.
1: And I had a firebird, yes.
0: Like a, a two-door. Brown, door.
1: It was a brown metallic, gold metallic.
0: With the, with the firebird on the front? No, I
1: no. couldn't afford that, but, <laughs> yeah, the big, heavy doors.
0: <laughs> and... Not good on gas. No. How far would you
1: get? I don't remember. <laughs>
0: it's not but far. We got, got all the way to Calgary out. on it. <laughs> you got back to Calgary. Yep. Yeah. And then you pull up to Gloria's house. Yeah. And it's the three sisters.
1: And her husband. And her husband. And she had two boys. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, they were all upstairs and get, Joy and I um, shared a room downstairs. Okay. hmm
0: And it was good times?
1: It was good for a long time. And then Joy got married, actually. Um, she was engaged when we were driving across Canada. Okay. Yeah, or back to Calgary. Yeah. So she wasn't there all that long.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then it was just you downstairs. Yeah. And what then, what were you thinking about doing at that time?
1: Okay. Because I just moved back to Calgary figuring, yeah. okay, I'll get a job at the hospital. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They weren't hiring anybody. Oh, no. So you'll never guess what I started doing.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I started selling real estate.
0: No way.
1: Yeah. I took an aptitude test, and that's what they said. You'd be really good at it. Other than... This is the 70s. 75? This was a big
0: thing in the 70s, like aptitude tests. Yeah. What are you good for? Yeah, What's your giftings? And And
1: then when I went... uh, Actually, with the real estate company, they also had me tested. And I had... um, a lot of empathy and they said the only thing that's going to hold you back is your empathy you're going to get too t- you know attached, to, attached to the clients yeah which i did interesting uh, yeah but i sold real estate probably until 81 late 81 and then the market got really crazy right the so, the big inflation yeah, jump yeah so, so i you was were very in glad. the middle
0: like you saw that happen from an interesting perspective
1: I saw it happen after I got out of real estate. Okay. Okay, so I was so glad that I got out when I did.
0: I've actually asked quite a few people lately, and this is sort of, you know, apart Mm -hmm. from our linear thinking. but What are your thoughts on why the inflation, why it happened that way? Buyers like that.
1: Too many. Like, yeah. Because
0: the boomers. Because I asked Leon and he said. The boomers were a huge demographic that said, yeah. now I want to buy a house.
1: And it was like a buyer's market, I'll tell you. Or a, a vendor's market because the vendor could sell to whatever they wanted. So, well, why would similar to raise, what's happening now.
0: Why would that raise interest rates?
1: But that's what happened after, like once, once that oh. go, really got high. So everyone's then,
0: buying and they couldn't. Then so the what,
1: interest rates went really high.
0: Explain it to me like as a layperson because. Okay because it's these are huge interest rates 20%, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Was it so people were getting into homes that they shouldn't have gotten into? Is that the concept?
1: Well, it also the market was going higher too. Like I was so grateful that I got out before all that started. Yeah. Because uh, what Cause I would did have was You hurt for your clients probably. Well, that's it. Yeah. And I specialize a lot in first-time buyers. Yeah, they either first time buyers or people moving into Calgary, like uh, from out of town.
0: Were there deals back then for first time buyers? Oh yeah, there was always There's deals. Always,
1: deals. always, but um, incentives. So I was able to get out, and it was with circumstances again before the market went up like like really high, mm-hmm. because it took people lost their shirts after, like after trying to. Uh, like, say somebody wanted to sell their house after it was really high, but then the market went really down, you know, so they lost uh, either that or they had to hold on to their house until the market caught up again.
0: So, so it was a lot of. I still don't really understand why the interest rate went to 20%. But yeah, you might that, have
1: to talk to a finance person, but yeah. I think it was.
0: But a that ha- it and happened. Demand. It yeah. happened. And then people yeah. who were in. Realized they couldn't pay their mortgage.
1: Yeah, I think we were going into some kind of like a depression. Remember the market went really like the stock. market. Well, I don't market. remember. I wasn't alive. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The stock market went down too. Like it, it crashed. Everything okay? So I think that might have had something to do with it. But a bunch of things. I'm happened. not a finance person, so yeah. I don't really want to answer that.
0: What did was it? Did it used to be, like five year fixed? More. Yes. So people yeah. who bought maybe just at the end of the 70s were all of a sudden having to re-up their mortgage and realizing... And that's when it... They're realizing their mortgage was about to go from... Yeah. Probably upwards of like, oh, we're paying $500 a month to, I don't know, $1, 1500 or whatever. 2000 whatever, yeah. whatever cre- like that's nothing now, but whatever it was back then, the huge mm-hmm. jump.
1: Yeah, it would have been really bad. And then so. people
0: couldn't afford it. So then they had to sell, but, but then
1: they didn't make any money because they're...
0: because the value of their house. Yeah, but with even though, like that's happening, there were still a lot of buyers wanting to buy. So yeah, you would,
1: they're buying, but they're not buying with those high price tag. Like they oh, did. oh,
0: because the re mo- the yeah. in- interest rate had to restructure. I'm starting to get it. Okay, uh, yeah, that's interesting.
1: It is a little scary though, like um, like I'm even a little worried now, like the way the market keeps going higher and higher, it's got to top out somewhere.
0: You've seen this, I I think, I've done some basic research on it, but there's the 80s, it happened in the mid-90s, mm-hmm. happened 2008. Seems to be like, like 10 to 20 year, yep. like waves. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, could we be in potentially... The, I mean, we've been going up since whatever it was, 2012, What, um, or after the crash in 2008. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, where does it end? Yeah, I don't know. It's big, a big it's question. A little
1: bit scary. Guys
0: like me, I'm asking. I know. What would you say to me?
1: Are you going to sell your townhome?
0: I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you could make a pretty good dollar on it right now.
0: Yeah, but then where do you go?
1: Exactly.
0: What do you do? you still
1: have to buy something else unless you move in with mom and dad for a while?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, your basement is free now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I mean, that's it's that's all pretty interesting and relevant to right now. But let's go let's go back because we're in the mid seventies now. No, you've finished real estate. We're into just the eighties. Um, so then what? Because then you're done. You're still in Gloria's basement.
1: Um. Okay. It, I got married again. Okay. Well, actually, yeah. I moved to uh, Port Alberni. Yeah. And we got married there, and uh, I was married for three and a half years.
0: Was he Baptist, Anglican, or Roman Catholic?
1: Roman Catholic again. Again. <laughs> yes.
0: Did in the time, beto- um, uh, in the Calgary seventy-five to eighty-one, mm-hmm. were you still going? No, Nothing. I wasn't
1: going to church then.
0: Nothing. So. Mm-mm. And this says that says something about where your heart was at. I'm assuming. I'm trying to.
1: I would say, guess maybe I was more self focused than.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, you can't turn the tables, but that's what life was like then. Yeah.
0: And dating back then was, I'm sure you were quite. If you were an independent woman, you, you got yeah. things together. Some yeah. guys gonna come along and sort of sort of w- try to woo you, mm-hmm. pursue you, but like. Yeah. If they had a this nice what
1: happened.
0: <laughs> had a nice car, pizza. no, he didn't have no. a great,
1: great a car. It, actually, he wanted to move back to Port Alberni, so because his family was there. Yeah. So he went. He he was in real estate at the time too. Oh, okay. And then when he went, is that back, how you met? Yes, okay. we worked in the same office. Mm-hmm. And so then when we were in Port Alberni, he wanted to um, go back into body work, like he did, um, you know, work that you, on cars, like body work on cars. Yeah. And so that's what he did, and I basically didn't do a lot. We had a little business on the side, um, a little Amway business. Really, with Amway? Yeah, so we did a lot of like Amway stuff, which (sighs) I don't want to comment on that. But (laughs) (laughs)
0: they're one of the the wealthiest pyramid schemes out there.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we did. We became directors direct distributors which is pretty good too you know yeah. but um yeah that's another lifetime ago yeah sorry so, if
0: i call it a pyramid scheme too it, I don't. well it, it, it is yeah
1: as far well i guess i shouldn't say that on the radio it's a multi but, but it is mul- very multi-level
0: yeah multi-leveled marketing yeah yeah
1: so then i mean it in one way though it was a very good company like yeah um, i have
0: heard that excellent yeah.
1: product you know like that kind of thing but just um so i gave all that to him um, when we split up, because <laughs> we split up too. <laughs> yeah.
0: So. Um, what was, what was life, like? You were just sort of hitting the the major moments, but. Yeah. What was the general feeling of life back then? Was it good? Like, was it exciting times? It kind of confusing. If you could sort of really think that. I think
1: back, it was kind of more like a confusing time.
0: Yeah. Like, I, were you happy?
1: I've always been a happy person. Okay. Like I think that's why life hasn't hit me as hard as some people. When you've gone through like two marriages and yeah. all that, because I always find some something good. Yeah. You know. And we had a little dog, and I'd always take this little dog for a walk. You know, like. Did that. you have
0: community everywhere you went? Friends.
1: Yes. Some. Yeah. Some somewhat? friends. Some yep. friends. Neighbors. Yes. When. Um, Colleagues. Just before Andre and I split up, we were living in. Uh, in Burnaby, like around North Road, there's a big hydro-like walkway and stuff. I would always walk um, our little dog there. But I started going back to church.
0: No way. What I kind of church? I was going
1: to a Willington. Willington? Willington Mennonite. And I was involved in a Bible study.
0: Wow. At, like okay. a care group. Let's back up a sec. What what drew you there?
1: What drew me? I don't know. Really? No, that's right. wrong. <laughs> Okay,
0: Things I don't know that if maybe- you want to
1: hear this. Okay, I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. I was telling you, like, I walk on this hydro line with my dog, little dog. Yeah. Okay? Oh, I got goosebumps. One day, when I, when I was walking, now, please remember, I haven't been to church for years, okay?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I was walking along this little hydro line, and I said to God, I said to God, what do you have for me, Lord? Yeah. Like, what is going on here? Like,
0: yeah. You've been through relationships, you've had yeah. jobs, you've traveled. No, I was still
1: married then, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. Okay, but. so
1: this lady came, like there was a little bit of a hill, and she came up from this little hill, like just walking up this hill, yeah. and met me, and so it was so friendly, and we got talking, and by the time that day was over... I had had tea with her at her place, and she lived in the same complex as me. With she was town just homes. a random person? A random person out of the blue. Yeah. Okay. Now, you just tell me if this was an angel or not, because <laughs> within 24 hours, there was a party at the pool in the complex that we were at. Okay. And her townhome was, like, directly across from where that that pool was, where I had tea with her. Yeah. It was empty. What? when we went back to go to this party. There was nothing there.
0: And you had been in this And house? I had been
1: in her place, having tea with her, and talking about, like, faith. Now, I, to this day, really believe she was an angel. That turned me to go back to God. Because not two or three minutes before that, I'm talking to God and saying, what's going on here, God? Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever shared that. I don't think you knew that, did you? I didn't know that. Yeah, that was just uh, that was actually very very turning. Like so, then I started going to Wellington because I thought, what's going on? Like, what? 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 Like, where did she go? Yeah. How how could she move out so fast? Like That's it was only so within strange. like twenty four, 24- and she never said to me that she was only here for just a little while. Like yeah, it was just so weird. But mind you, we had just a really beautiful visit, like a wonderful visit. My.
0: My cynical brain says you got the wrong townhouse, but my believing brain says why not? God know, just, obviously has some sort of—he's um totally keeps drawing you back. I know. It seems like he every had, uh,
1: over many uh, all this time. all the time. Yeah,
0: just keeps sort of slowly drawing you in. He, yeah, he's. So
1: then I start going to Wellington and then um went got a, into a care group and was doing a Bible study with them and then I went to um uh, oh, and in the meantime, we split up like
0: yeah he didn't uh, was there like tensions of faith there?
1: he w- okay, he was taken a, a Silva mind control. Have what? you ever heard of that? No well. <laughs> he was taking this course called Silva Mind Control. And he came home to uh, after when I got home from work one day, and he says, I don't love you and I never have. And it was right at the same time that he was taking this Silva Mind Control.
0: So, okay, what is Silva Mind Control?
1: It's mind control. Like you're supposed to be controlling your life and all that with it. I don't understand I, it. Okay. So I basically— This was
0: the mid-'80s— some weird like yeah
1: i think it was 83 okay yeah so right after that all happened and i i went to got an apartment for myself and stuff
0: in port alberni uh
1: no 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 that we oh. were in burnaby then. oh burnaby yeah that's yeah. right Wellington. on yep. north road yeah and i had a job then i was working with computer land in downtown toronto hmm. downtown vancouver yeah um
0: Computer land in 83. Yeah. What was that place like?
1: They used to sell these huge
0: computers, (laughs) like these big CPUs and stuff.
1: Oh, businesses. Like we had all, like we would be selling like uh, $20,000 worth of equipment and $50,000 worth of equipment. And so those floppy drives, you know, like, oh, it's funny. This is
0: the beginning of Bill Gates. Yeah. Like Microsoft saying, Yeah, Microsoft. We're stepping in. And
1: DOS. Does.
0: so everything from yeah. tills like grocery store tills to well, other things no, like that it, or no it
1: was more like um
0: business like
1: like CPUs and and monitors and stuff like that. the CPU was
0: But who was buying that like businesses for what though for finances like data cal- data All calculations to do with data yeah.
1: yeah so where was i okay so i went to a service at wellington after andrea and had split up like mm-hmm. I had been going regularly, uh, but this one particular sermon turned me away from church again, because what? the sermon was if you've been married and you're split, that um, if you ever tried to find somebody else, you could it would be like adultery, kind of like that's what right. I got out right. of it. Okay. Right. So with the care group I was in, they kept saying, No, no, Teresa, you're you're fine. You just keep coming to church. You'll mm-hmm. be fine. You'll be fine. But that particular, like, I went away from church for a long time after that again, just because I felt I never belonged anymore. Like, right. I didn't belong. Like, he, he's not going to forgive me because of what happened, even though I didn't do anything, right. like, bad. Right. So then... But a year later, I met Rob. How'd you meet him? Do you want to know the story?
0: That's why I asked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where was he? Okay, this is totally God. Okay. okay? Um, because I hadn't been back to church because I think I just thought there's no way, you know, I don't belong.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: one of the gals that I work with was in a townhome complex in Richmond, and I had just moved into a. Uh, an apartment with another with one of the girls that I worked with. Never were, lived with another girl before, but you know, we thought we could save a little bit on rent, and mm-hmm. and she needed to get out of her, um, her friends where she was. So okay, so I just set up a bunch of ground rules, <laughs> Good.
0: Mm-hmm. boundaries, a
1: little bit of boundaries, yeah. So um, on the Saturday, uh, the friend, the other friend that's in the other townhome came to ours, and we were suntanning all Saturday, Mm -hmm. like around our pool. And I got burnt to Mm -hmm. a crisp. But then on the Sunday, we had to go to her pool, and we were having just the greatest time around the pool. But our ghetto blaster was going and everything, Mm -hmm. and Rob (laughs) comes over, and he goes, you need to turn that ghetto blaster down. You're you disturbed. Now you know Rob's personality, eh? (laughs) You need to turn it down. (laughs) You need to turn it down your... Disturbing everybody. Well, I won't go into a lot of the story on that day, but everybody else wanted to go and do their barbecues and their whatever. Yeah. But I wanted to walk along the dike. Mm-hmm. So the next thing I know, Rob's joined me. Like he says, Yeah, I'll t- let, let's go down and we'll go down together. Mm-hmm. So thinking I'm burnt to a crisp, I've been in and out of the pool, no makeup, mm-hmm. just like really raggy. Walked on that dike probably for three hours. Wow. And then um, he drove me home because I I didn't have a car then. And uh, the next day after uh, work, the phone's ringing. Like, as I'm trying to get in my apartment, the phone's ringing, and it's Rob. And he goes, I just want to know if you want to go to a show tonight. And I go, oh, that sounds like a good idea. (laughs) So I thought, I better take a little bit of extra time to get
0: ready. Yeah, yeah.
1: So when I opened the door his jaw dropped and I will never ever forget the Aww. look on his face yeah. ever. <laughs> it was just so sweet. Yeah. So anyways we dated for a while. He asked me to like we June 9th was when we met. Yeah. He reminds me of the date cuz that was the date that Patsy was born.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. That's special.
1: So um by August he's asking me to marry him and I go no way. Yeah. No way. Like like, no way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then his brother got married in September. And then, oh, I have to back up just a little bit. How How old were you at this time? Um, 33. Okay. And he's never been married. Yeah. And he's uh, almost two years younger than me.
0: And what was he doing?
1: He was on the tugs.
0: He was still on the tugboat. He boats. just started okay. on the tugs. Okay.
1: So the first... I think it was when we were on the walk. Mm-hmm. He thought it maybe it was a ne- the next day, but I think it was on the walk. I asked him if he was a Christian.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How how did yeah, why what? did I ask him that? Yeah. But he was, but he wasn't walking with Christ either. Hmm. Like he had made a decision when he was seventeen. Yeah. But hadn't go, he hasn't wasn't at church, and you know his lifestyle did not same as mine. You know, like we mm-hmm. just weren't following with the Lord. So I thought that was interesting that I asked him that right away.
0: Like, why, you know? There's always something in, like, the back burner. Yeah. Sounds like your whole life regarding...
1: Well, I mean, I dated lots. Like, I have to say that. But it just seemed different this time. Like, Mm. I'm asking you, do you know the Lord? Yeah. And that's when he told me. So I thought, oh, okay, maybe there's something to this one. So we dated, and he asked me to marry him. I said, no... And then my little sister, the, the farmer, <laughs> yeah, had little Billy John. Now, Billy, she went she went to the doctor to get her tubes tied and found out she was pregnant. Oh. So, Billy was born in October. Yeah. That same year that we met. Wow. In eighty five. So Remembrance Day, I said, Rob, if you ask me again, because he said he would just wait, you know. Yeah. I said, if you ask me again, you might be surprised by the answer. And he uh, says, ask you what?
0: Uh, he doesn't even know. <laughs>
1: and I said, well, I guess maybe the biological clock was kind of ticking away, you know. And, yeah. And with just meeting Billy and everything. Anyways, I said, you know, I might be I might be more in tune with the idea of getting married. And he just cried. Really? <laughs> yeah. He goes, would well, you really? And yeah. so we were... Um, Married the following May, wow. May 10th, 86.
0: So how long in total did you date for? What was the... Uh,
1: probably 10 months.
0: 10 months. The whole, from meeting to June, married.
1: June 9th.
0: Yeah, June 9th to and Mary. married. Oh, 11 months. 11 months. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, but I just really feel that God was in yeah. control of that whole thing. Well, yeah. your whole life. But then we didn't go to church right away. Yeah. We moved to Aldergrove from Richmond when Jen was six months old. Okay. And my neighbor, she always had lots of people around her all the time. And I thought, wow, like what's what's with this gal, you know? Mm -hmm. And then one day I asked her if she went to church, and she goes, oh, yeah, we go to the Seven Oaks Alliance.
0: In Abbotsford.
1: Yeah, because Aldergrove hadn't started yet. Mm-hmm. And she said we go to Seven Oaks, but on Easter weekend we're going to be in the Alder Grove. Uh, what they did was they rented church the plant? Yeah, they rented the Seventh day Adventist Church. Yeah. To uh, that's when they started the Aldergrove Alliance. Wow. So on Easter weekend I showed up.
0: And, and I this really is liked your it. first introduction to Alliance.
1: Yes, it was. <laughs> And uh, then Rob came home, I think, the following week from work. And I go, kind of nervously, said, you know, I checked out that uh, Aldergrove Alliance, Mm -hmm. you know, the one that um, our friends go to. Wanted to know if you'd like to go. And he goes, I'd love to. (laughs) Like there was no argument or no nothing. And um, so we were there right from the very beginning. We were actually charter members of Aldergrove Alliance. And that's where we got baptized too.
0: Yeah, and that's where that pivotal... Yeah, and Jen was just young. She
1: was six months old. No, just a minute. Patsy was oh, just a minute. I can try to remember. Not Pat. Patsy no, was born. Jen was six months yeah. old when we moved yeah. to Aldergrove. Yeah,
0: and yeah. You got baptized, and then from that point on, big changes. Big, like, like we just we want more of this.
1: Yeah. The main one, the main thing was every time I met somebody at the church, I kept, I would say right away, you have to remember, I've been married before. Because remember, I'm still... You held on to that. Yeah, I I still had that, thinking I didn't belong. But I really wanted to be there, you know? Yeah. And so I went to this ladies' Bible study every, I don't know if it was Wednesdays, or whatever day it was, and when we were going through the Beatitudes. Mm -hmm. And there's a section in the Beatitudes Mm -hmm. on marriage. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just armed myself with all the reasons why I need to be part of the church, like and that I really needed to be there, you know. we
0: were trying to convince I yourself. Con- I
1: was convincing myself. Yeah. Okay. Because
0: no one was Nobody's at this point. judging me. Yeah.
1: But I'm judging. Yeah. So through that Bible study, I remember it was Jim and Janet Petum were our pastors then. Okay. And Janet, she started reading the script that portion of, the, of that scripture, and I just cried. I cried through that whole morning, hmm. and it wasn't until the very end when Janet was praying and she talked about, you know that God forgives you, but sometimes you don't forgive yourself. Hmm. And it was from that point on that I never felt that I needed to qualify my faith anymore. Right. So, again, that's another pivotal moment. That's huge. So, yes, I bring it up when people ask, but it's not a big deal to me anymore. Yeah. And now Rob and I have been married for 35 years. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah.
0: I mean, what an amazing, what an amazing story.
1: He even brought us here. You know, like the the Lord brought us here. Yeah, how'd you get to Chilwack? Oh, yeah, I got to tell you. Yeah. Hopefully we still have time. Oh,
0: we got time.
1: (laughs) Okay. When we were trying to get pregnant again, like yeah. before Patsy came along, yeah. and I found out that uh, because I had had an atopic pregnancy years before, I I didn't I wasn't a, ovulating like I should have ovulated. Yeah. So I didn't realize that even Jennifer was a bit of a miracle. Wow! So after going to the specialists and stuff, I realized that. It's very slim to none that we would get pregnant again just because of the challenges I had medically. Yeah, And I was just very quiet with the Lord one day, and I heard him say, you are with child. Like, mm. that's what I heard, mm. and I interpreted it as that. But oh. I thought I'd better check it in Scripture. Yeah. Now, if you ever get a chance to look up 1 Kings 5, 7, but it's the second half of that verse. Yeah. You want to know what it says? Because it's right yeah. in my head. Yeah, I've received your message. Now go out and sow the cedar and the pine logs. Okay. Now, when you really look at that, that means yeah. God's received my message that I we really want a child. Yeah. But you need to just get busy. Yeah. But I, re- yeah. interpret it as I am with the child. Okay. So it took me a little while to get over that one, yeah, yeah, because I wasn't with child right away. Yeah, it was like maybe four months later that we got pregnant with Patsy. Wow, isn't that something? That is something. So then, that voice was very familiar to me. And before we moved to Aldergrove here, Patsy was about ten months old. Yeah, and again, I got this message. I have given you two. Now I want you to look after two more. Now we were right in the middle of taking a Larry Burkett course, or just finishing it, which mm-hmm. is a financial course with the church. I, because I just take life really easy, mm-hmm. I've and I thought everything was going fine. Like you know, we were doing great, but we were actually li- living beyond our beyond our means. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize we were like God mm-hmm. will look after us. No big deal. Yeah. And you know, if we only had one income, you know, because Rob was the only one working. Mm-hmm. Um, The only Rob was shopping, and he came home, and I said, "You know, God wants us to look after two more." And I thought that He wanted us to have two more kids. You know, that's how was I was thinking of it. Mm -hmm. And the only thing Rob says was, "Well, we can't do it here because we would we don't have the room, and we don't have you know." So that afternoon, we came to Chilliwack and started looking at the market in Chilliwack. Okay. Within a week, we had our. House for sale, and uh, within a, about a week and a half, I guess it was, the house was sold, and we had bought here.
0: Yeah, just the house you're in now.
1: Yeah, but that was the fortieth house that we looked at because yeah, remember I sold real estate, so yeah, I, yeah. all I had to do was just look at a house, and I knew whether we'd like it or not. Yeah. you know, so ten, just a minute, ten days before we moved here, yeah, Rob got laid off from work. Whoa. Now, if we were still in Aldergrove, yeah, we would have lost everything. Yeah, but the Lord would look after us, like we.
0: Because it was cheaper in Chilliwack.
1: Oh in yeah, way, yeah, way was,
0: cheaper. How much was that house?
1: The house that we bought was one hundred and twenty thousand.
0: Oh, that's that's still quite a bit. Yeah, I know but, it's not a lot, but, now, we, but I think
1: we sold the the one in Aldergrove for like one hundred and sixty or something okay. like that. So there was quite a significant difference. Yeah um so rob was laid off for um well we moved in on easter weekend yeah and it wasn't until february of the following year that he actually got called back to work Mm -hmm. but he did like little odd jobs like he learned how to install kitchen cabinets and did a little bit of rentals that didn't cost any money around the house you know not much money you know but the thing that got me was that christmas uh, with my sisters, like I had all these sisters, yeah. we would go down a name each Christmas. Yeah, And um, I had Gail's name that year, and that's the one that has the most kids. <laughs> and I, I just said to Rob, there's no way that those kids are going to go without. I'd rather us go without because mm. they're not going to. So Rob, you know, and he's getting upset because I'm spending money, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So he said, okay, how much do you need to get through Christmas? <laughs> so I gave him a number. Okay, you're not going to believe this.
0: What was the number?
1: Well, I just want to say it was X number of dollars. Okay, okay. Okay. So through that X number of dollars, his stepmom sends a check for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister, who had my name, mm-hmm. sends a check plus a couple of toys for the girls. Mm-hmm. And the church... That was when Roy Taylor was uh, the pastor here. He You're came. going to
0: Chilak Alliance at this point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. This like w- this has been since Easter. Yeah. And this is at Christmas now. Yeah. And so they were got- getting to know us a little bit, and somebody had put our name, I guess, for to get yeah. a turkey. So Roy Taylor comes to the door with a turkey <laughs> and a gift certificate, like wow. to get some groceries.
0: Yeah.
1: And I thought, oh, my goodness. So... I just, like, thanked him, and and I thought this was so wonderful. But the thing was, I'm in the grocery line using this gift certificate, pulls it out of the envelope, and there was another one underneath it. So it was a $50 gift certificate, and then I had another $50, which I didn't even realize I had. Wow. Okay. So between the checks and the gift certificates was exactly what I said to Rob. Wow. Isn't that something?
0: That is something.
1: Okay. So, through, like, we were involved in Bible studies, you know, like, care groups and stuff, and I'd say, we need to pray for Rob, he needs to go back to work, la, 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 mm-hmm. It wasn't until that February, I actually got on my, like, my knees, and I, like, was just crying out to God, like, mm-hmm. really heartfelt, at 10 o'clock that morning. Mm-hmm. It was so clear to me. And, like, tears, like, just really giving it all to him, and saying, you know, God, if if it's not something you want, like, show us, like, like if, but if you want him to go back to work, like, show us something that you can, mm, you know, give us. Something else, yeah. Three o'clock that afternoon, he got called back to work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, do you think maybe God was waiting for me? I think he was waiting for me to wow. get, yeah, like,
0: to get knocking me on the head and yeah. saying it.
1: You know, that's what I was waiting for was for you to get your act together and
0: interesting come to me. Yeah.
1: So yeah. That was quite a quite a year.
0: That is quite a year. Mm-hmm. Let me back up one second here, okay. just to um, I'm curious about the the two more thing.
1: Oh yeah, okay, the two more. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you might have heard some stories. I don't. Well, it might have been before your time though. I did get pregnant again. Okay. But I did lose. I lost the baby. Yeah. Which uh, we thought, okay, well, maybe it's not biological. Yeah. Well, we've had girls stay with us over the years, and oh, those are yeah. the two more. Oh, wow. Because we had a room downstairs. Yeah, yeah. First, we had missionaries. Yeah. Like, um, different missionaries that stayed with us when they were here, like for weekends or whatever. Yeah. But then there was um, Dave Blundell's sister stayed yeah. with us for a while. Lara, uh, a young adult before Danielle, stayed with us. Yeah. And Beth Jennian, Do you know Beth Jennian at all? Nope. Um, she was an intern here.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, she stayed with us. So I think the other, the two more were um, girls. Wow, like young yeah, adult yeah. girls yeah. that needed a place.
0: And that was, that was a big deal for you to always be able to be hospitable and to host.
1: Yeah, and it's that room? Well, now it was Patsy's room, but now she's married and everything. So yeah. now we just leave it open if somebody needs to stay. That's always open just kind for of them.
0: listening and yeah. and being attentive to. Yeah.
1: It hasn't been so much since the girls have grown up, yeah. but um, at that time, for sure it was.
0: Yeah. Well, that's...
1: And I, I really yeah. believe that's what the two more were, that we needed to have the room for that.
0: That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so you're at Alliance, and it sounds like you're getting plugged in. You're mm-hmm. you're in Bible studies. Um, but yeah, how did you start working here?
1: Well, first, I was involved a lot in the children's program. Okay. In fact, I remember an elder coming. Like, we always got elder visits when, you're, when you first come to the church. They mm-hmm. said, well, take your time. Like, I wanted to get right in there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's just get right in the kids' program, la, la, la. And he said, just take your time. I didn't take my time. <laughs> like, I was ba- yeah. I was right in the Juana's and yeah. um, Sunday school. Like, anything I could get my hands in, too, you know? Yeah. Uh, but um, Lindsay's mom. hmm They were moving to Saskatchewan, and Lindsay's mom um, was uh, one of the secretaries here. Mm -hmm. And she said, have you ever considered, you know, coming to work at the church? Mm -hmm. Like, I've always been, like, raising the girls. Yeah. But at the time, Patsy was going into kindergarten.
0: Okay. I
1: thought, really? Like, I don't know. Like, I never really thought of it. Yeah. So I thought about it a little bit more and prayed about it, and thought, maybe I better talk to Ken Shimoon was there. Ken Shmune. Ken, Ken Shmoon. Yeah, But it took from the time that I originally was interested yeah. to the time they actually hired me was like three or four months. Okay. It was a long time waiting. Yeah. And I remember um, it was August the 1st that I first started. Yeah. And Jan, Jan, that's mm-hmm. Lindsay's mom, was going to train me on her job, and she was doing the bulletin, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I had two weeks with Jan before they were moving away. Okay. And uh, so because it was August, I had the kids in um, a day program with the Y, and Carla Thompson, who was in our, in our church. Yeah. Um, she was the director, and uh, Jan was going to go to this laser tag thing because she was older. Yeah. And Patsy was just like five. Yeah. And. Uh, she forgot to get in permission, so she was out to my car, and I'm bawling my eyes out. Like, I didn't want to leave Patsy and Jen, you yeah. know, because I'd never had them with any daycare or anything. Sure. It was a real adjustment. Carla says, it's okay, Teresa, they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and they totally have been.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that that's how I got the job. It was and Jen what, had what recommended the, it.
0: What was the title?
1: I think it was just secretary to start with.
0: Yeah. Yep. So were you like at the front desk? What was it like?
1: Well Judy was at the very front. Yeah. And I was behind Judy. Okay. And um so I just
0: You just helped all the kind of workings. Yeah, of like the we would
1: look after the pastors and yeah. whatever if they wanted letters done at the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. a calendar and the bulletin. But it was all just like very minimal to what it is now. Yeah. You know? And then um like we had I had several bosses like Judy and I worked for um
0: what year was this
1: 96 or 97 wow like in there yeah yeah so we went through like lots of administra- administrators like there was Bill Redat yeah. there was Mark Hutchinson um Jerry Stinson
0: yeah
1: um anyways uh, Ron Manning right uh John Freeman, those are all of our administrators.
0: that's that the role is administrator. Yeah, yeah, and the,
1: so when John Freeman was my boss, yeah, uh, I started taking a lot on when it came to the facility, right? You know, and calendar like okay. that kind of thing. Yeah, and so when he resigned or moved to like a different job, mm-hmm. um, it started coming about that well, maybe Teresa could just look after the facility. Like, mm-hmm. And I think I still was doing the bulletin then. And then I was doing a bit of media when media came on, um, setting up all the, like the um, the loop, you know, when we had the loop, like all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and still involved in the children's ministry quite heavily.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was 26... 26- 25-ish years ago? Like, that's yeah. how long you've been here?
1: 24, 25,
0: yeah. Wow. Yeah. I Ron. feel like you've seen every transition. It, yeah. I, who's here? There's no one who's been here longer.
1: Not now. I think I'm I the don't even, grandma.
0: I don't even think if you took, because our church is relatively young. Yeah. I bet if you took the whole history, you would have the oh. the longest stint well, Judy
1: resigned when she was 25 years. Okay. So, and we okay. always had a blast when we were together. Like, we had 20, such a good time 25 years together.
0: is not that typical for church work. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Good for you.
1: So, when Ron Manning was on. Yeah. I'm getting confused now on whether Ron Manning was before, Fre- I think he was before John. Because that's when I started taking on the, the role facilities. with, fu- with yeah. um, funerals.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: between so Ron Manning, then John Freeman, and that's kind of when I it, started doing a lot of funerals.
0: Essentially, your role has been just like a constant, just adding into yeah. um, throughout the years, just slowly adding yeah. more and more on. Yeah. How, like...
1: And now it's not. Now, now it's coming it's off. Now slowly
0: taking things off.
1: Yeah, a little bit faster than I would like, but it's, really, yeah,
0: yeah. But and are the, you are you nervous? Are you excited?
1: Well, over this next year, um, more and more stuff will go off my desk. Mm-hmm. Um, we're transitioning with um, Greg, mm-hmm. which we have been for the last year. Right, I've been transitioning a lot of the stuff over to him. Yeah, but by July first next year, okay. It's kind of like the target date
0: to have to retire, to retire. Is that to have everything off your plate? Uh, Not necessarily. Well,
1: I would probably be working more of a contract after that. Yeah. And it it's something that I've always, always wanted to do when I Mm -hmm. retire. And that would be looking after funerals. Yeah. Looking after weddings and outside events.
0: Yeah. Because you get very in like you're very good at it.
1: Well, I love it. Yeah. Whether it's happy or sad, I just love it.
0: You love just sitting in your office and hearing their stories. Yeah. And just being there to help.
1: Yeah, I don't even know if I'll have an office after that, but, um, yeah, it's yeah. just what working with the families, whether it's a tragic situation or whether it's really happy, like, yeah. uh, we I we even got to do a wedding in the COVID time, so that was kind of fun. Who was that? Uh, Richard and Jen.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that is really cool. Yeah. You're, it's always been said that you have sort of the most, sort of the most, we joke, like the most power in the church. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> but also really what we mean is is just the most valuable of work.
1: Well, a little I mean, bit more history than some of the others. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but just the, it's like, it's curious how one can even transition what you know about the workings. It's so much of it is probably just in your head. Yeah, like, it's and just, I'm
1: trying to get it out of my head so that other people can do it. Do you have you to, know? like,
0: write it down? Like, yeah. step one, sit down with a family and ask <laughs> them how they're doing.
1: Actually, I had to share some stuff with another church. Another, Interesting. Yeah, just, just in the last pro, couple of weeks.
0: Because of, you're a pro.
1: Well, yes. I don't know about that. but just, 25
0: years makes you, I would say, an expert. I haven't done
1: funerals and stuff for 25 years.
0: I know, yeah, but, but
1: it's... Uh, it's just a real love I have. And I know that yeah. the Lord enables me to do what I do. Even, you know, sometimes we'll cry together if it's a, like if it's a, someone closer to me than, you know, just somebody in the community, you know, like yeah. in the community, even though it's hard, it's not as hard as when it's someone close, hmm. which I've done a few of those and it's very hard. Yeah. But I still will carry on because I know that that's something God wants me to do. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we are all very grateful. And I just yeah. I loved hearing that story. I mean, the three things we, you know, in these podcasts we like to talk about is encircle, engage, and encounter. Mm-hmm. And we, every part of your life has certain aspects of that. Strange encounters. Yeah. How, <laughs> I'm glad
1: I was able to share that. I but, think that's cool. It's kind
0: of cool. I, I think that is cool. And yeah. and encircling, um, mm-hmm. and and just and then just that that pivotal moment of choosing to be baptized again, um, with you and Rob. And yeah. Just the, yeah. I don't engaging. think anybody
1: understood what we were saying cause we were both crying, but it doesn't matter. Aww. You know, God knew what we were doing.
0: And it just sounds like from that point on, like you said before, there was just a whole new life yeah. and uh, to be we had. haven't
1: looked back since yeah. either one of us So just, our faith gets stronger and stronger every year.
0: And perhaps mm-hmm. even now, there's hope of even another new life in a way. Like that's how these transition times work. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, yeah. We'll, yeah we'll, I know
1: Rob's really excited about it. He figures we're going to get all go kayaking in all the lakes and everything. <laughs> but hey, yeah. you
0: you might yeah. need to, the Lord will be working on you on this one. I can tell I think tell.
1: He, he's going to have to work on me in this next year. <laughs> like so that I feel as good as he does because yeah. he's retiring at the end of May. So.
0: If there's anything that people can pray for you how what would you say I think
1: more just the adjustment of yeah. letting things go like anytime I hear about something else that somebody else is getting trained for that I was doing
0: yeah is this like are you sort of telling people about this I mean you've just oh, told yeah. people about it now so oh yeah I've said yeah. all along that okay. you know
1: it'll be in another year probably yeah like I'm, I don't think I will ever retire <laughs> but you know it'll yeah. just be different.
0: Okay. Yeah. A new chapter. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's really exciting. And you're nervous, but...
1: Uh, yeah. I'm nervous about what this next stage will be like in this, you know, next little while, but...
0: If your past has told you anything, it's going to be exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, getting on there, too, eh? So...
0: <laughs> well, you, you're still very young in our eyes. Thanks. You have, you have the energy... Like all, like more than all of us. As long
1: as I've got the energy, I think I could still carry on. So that's awesome.
0: Teresa, it's been excellent hearing that story. Thank you. And we, yeah, we appreciate it. And thanks for being vulnerable. I know that wasn't It was my
1: honor to share. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. (laughs)
0: Well, I'm glad. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening. And I hope you have a good day. See ya.
1: Thank you. Goodbye.